0: That's express beliefs and edify excellence in hopes of building a stronger black community. Welcome to Living the Principles.
1: Welcome. I am Latricia, and with me today is my co
0: host, Phyllis. Hey, Phyllis. Hello, Latricia. Today is the third day of Kwanzaa, and we have a conclusion of all the principles and how we've lived them with our book. So it's been a while, but we're happy to be here. It's beginning to look a lot like Kwanzaa everywhere we go. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes, and today is the fourth day of Kwanzaa. Habari, Ujama. Ujamaa. All right, so yeah, let's just talk about it. So we we've been MIA for a while, but we're back today, and just excited to be here. We wrote a book, and we launched it this year. And throughout this process, the principles really showed up for us, not only in us living the principles, but also in people around us. So I think for me, the first thing that comes to mind for me is Imani. Faith really showed up because it was a very trying and challenging process. It was a new process for us because we hadn't written a children's book, nor had we written a book together in this way. We collaborated wrote a book before, but we each had our own individual story where this time we came together and wrote it together. So the whole process was new and different for us. So for me, the first thing I think is Imani, like we showed up for each other, the community showed up for us. Sometimes it just was looking bleak when we were trying to get an illustrator and our illustrator fell off and all this stuff that we went through. But but we still persevered. And in the end, we got a book.
0: Yes. And what some people don't know, we started working on this book in December 2020. So over a year and a half that it took us to have it published. And that was so many different reasons. And you can find more detail on our TikTok. But like Latricia said, we did keep the faith that we just have to keep doing the action and things will come out well. Phyllis, what are some of the principles that showed up
1: for you during this whole process?
0: Well, I'm going to start with the first one, Umoja, unity. We were united when we made our decisions and going forward with something, um, revising something. We were united. in when things happened in life, despite this book, we put that to the side and said, OK, now let's focus on this life happenstance. So really a lot of unity. Oh, and I also think about Suzetta Perkins. Thank you so much, Miss Suzetta, who was very helpful with us writing this book, who was a lot of help with us um, writing this book. I think about the people that, it goes with two principles, but I'm just stick with one right now, who um, were encouraging. I remember reading this book to people before it came out. And to me, that was a, harmonious moment which deals with unity so even if they didn't purchase anything right then or help with the book there still was a form of unity because of the because of the interaction
1: I think unity is a really important aspect and I love all of the points that you made and another thing that a principle that really came up for me with the Ujima and I know you and I are so different. I'm a, I guess I'm more of an ideal kind of girl and I, I have lots of ideas, but I'm not huge on taking action and you are huge on taking action. If if I say, Phyllis, we need to do such and such. And like five, I'm not thinking, it's getting ready to happen, but like five minutes later, here it is showing up. And I think in, for this project, I really had to show up and, and take some action because there are so many things that needed to be done. So we came together and collectively and got these things done. So whether it was we were like going, taking turns, doing different things, looking for an illustrator, looking for an editor, getting the um, edits back and forth. And then, like you said, Suzetta Perkins, she came in. And I think that's another part of Ujima. She came in and and helped us out. And she's not an editor. She's an an author. But because she is an author, she's been through this editing process so many times, she knew exactly what to look for and and the wording and how to do it. And, And just some of the things she said just made sense that we probably wouldn't have known had we not spoken to her. So I really think Ujima showed up. Actually, all of the principals showed up. But just off the dome, that's what I was thinking.
0: And when you speak of Ojima, collective arts and responsibility, another thing I think about is, like, there's this, there's this children's book where it talks about everybody being a part of a car. And I'm glad that we are different, but our core values are the same. But we are different, and we really did work together when it came to not over only the production of the book, also the marketing for the book. We both were on TikTok. Um, we both did something towards graphics. Like I may have did something for graphics, but you may, I'm not, sorry, not graphics. I may have done something for graphics, but you did the press release. So we know, we know our strengths too. So I'm like, well, that's not really a strength of mine. He said, oh yeah, I could do a press release. And our very first page, I think it's called the title page. When you open our book, we both worked on that together. Like I came up with probably the map and a little other stuff. And you said, well, I'm going to do the text. And you were like, I'll do the copyright page. So I feel like, Sometimes people think other people have to be exactly like them to be um, partners or friends. But the real thing is, do we have the same core values? And we did. And we both demonstrated that collective works and responsibility doing our part.
1: Not only through the process of writing the book, but also when we published the book and launched the book. Oh, my goodness. I was almost in tears at the level of support that we received, like some friends, how they, they just came through immediately. And not only did they immediately come through and purchase the book, but they also shared it with their group of friends and supporters. And it was just so amazing how people just came together and, Purchased the book and shared the book and and it was just it was it was just great. So I really appreciate everyone who showed up on launch day and even subsequent to that, people are still buying the book and people are sharing the book. And uh, one of my friends was giving the book to some teacher friends who he's trying to get them in the get them to get them in their schools and another oh, wow. friend is offering to read the book to a group that she that she's involved with so it's just like it's just so much love and support people yes, just really we, they want to see us win
0: yes and we could not have done it just by ourselves even though we had unity with our students Unity amongst each other. We couldn't do it with the other people without ourselves. And I think it's a good time to tell people if they didn't know, we did reach number one and number two on Amazon. They didn't list us as best sellers for some reason, but we did reach number one and number two. And on the number two spot, we were under Sesame Street. So that was an excellent feeling knowing that those many people have support you. In addition to our friends and family, getting the book out, I think about the platforms we've been on, sticking with collective works and some other stuff too. But I'm going to say collective works. No, I'm going to go to a different principle. I'm going to say Coochie chagalia, self-determination. Like we said, some of the some of the actions overlap with the principles, but this is why I'm saying Coochie chagalia, because we got on other people's platform. So when I think about other people's platform or media, whether it's writing, podcast, or video, we're defining ourselves. We're using our own voices. So Love Life of an Aging Guy, GSO, Kwanzaa in Greensboro, um, Black Infant Health in California, they all welcomed us to to their platform. And even a lady... In Tennessee, we did the Girl Scouts thing. And we came up with our own little song on the spot. If that's not um, defining yourself, I don't know what is. It was just a great example of even how the media portions of it represented uh, Kwanzaa Principle.
1: And just to piggyback on Kuji Tagalia and defining yourself, I was thinking creating for yourself, because that's what we did with the Girl Scout. Thing. And then we had that commercial on another person's platform and they didn't tell us what to do or how to do it. They just were like, give us a, a video, a professional video. And we came up with it and we created for ourselves being our authentic selves because that's that's all we know how to be. So I really think Kuti Chagali played a big role. And today's principal Ujama played a big role. Like you said, we made number one and number two. We would not have made number one and number two had it not been for people purchasing the books. So there are a lot of people who purchase books. Some people purchase multiple copies of the books and it. the principles just showed up. So I, I just feel like people are really living the principles and we're seeing the principles being lived we're, Not only are we living the principles, but the people around us are living the principles also. And I'm just glad to be a part of it all. I think that just really solidifies the principles for me.
0: Yes. And also a cooperative economics. We had to put our own money towards this too. So that showed to me a little, that showed faith as well, but we put our own money towards this with the illustrations and so much other stuff with it. Mainly the illustrations was the most costly. So when people say, man, I love those pictures. I'm like, "Woof!" oh, but let me go back to self-determination with that. (laughs) Look at this face. There was one point I was like, I'm never writing another children's book again. I don't ever want to be another part of it because it's just too frustrating. Because the illustration part was the hardest, and I know we counted earlier this year, but we went, we interacted with five or six illustrators. Some of our pictures look like Medea. Um, some of them look like Sambo. Somebody started with us, and we were like, "Yay! This is great." And then um, page four, they're like, we didn't hear from them in months. So the fact that we did not give up on publishing this book is a great example of self-determination.
1: Yes, yes, we did stick to it to the very end. And one other thing about cooperative economics is that during this process, we did hire people from the diaspora. So the editor, the the person who formatted the book. So we did make sure that we did work together to recycle those
0: dollars. Absolutely. That's true. And also a cooperative economics, I thought about how when we were on people's platform, they just weren't like, okay, say a few words. Okay, bye. They were also like, let me put your links up. Let me share your book. Oh, let me buy your book. Cause the lady from GSO, Donna, Mama Donna is what they call her. She, mm-hmm. we were gonna be on our show and then the end day that we were doing a discussion, she was like, oh, hey, by the way, I have your book. And I was like, now she, she's living the principle. She's showing Ujama. She's showing cooperative economics. It looks like we talked
1: about everything but purpose. So we might as well throw that one in too. Last but not least. Last but not least. And and the whole book, the podcast, that's just showing the purpose that we really want to educate and enlighten and grow and have excellence and just want people to live the principles. We've said time and time again that it this is not about celebrating the ho- the holiday of Kwanzaa. If you want to celebrate Kwanzaa, that's great. I celebrate Kwanzaa. I love Kwanzaa, but you don't have to. And the principles they just can be lived regardless of what you believe. It's not about religion. It's not about anything. It's just it's about life. It's about values. That's what it's about. And I and I hope that we convey that. In our message that these principles are their values, they're worthy of living, and hopefully people get that.
0: Yes, and I have two points. When you were saying about the Kwanzaa celebration, I've been participating in Kwanzaa for maybe eight years, and I got my first Kanara, thanks to you, last year. And who celebrates something for seven, eight years or don't? Have up any decoration because I'm just not big on decoration anyway. Like I'm a kind of a plain Jane type person. So this young lady who I follow, who's very comical and talented at writing, she joked and said, "I'm black, but I'm not Kwanzaa black." And I <laughs> and I replied to her. I said, "But you show the principles." I said, "You have your own podcast, and you." Oh, and she's very self-determined. She she defines herself. She speaks up for herself. I said, so you do demonstrate the principles. There's two I can think of. And she always talks about her fem. I said, so those are three principles I see just from you. I named two of them, but those are the things that she does that represent the Kwanzaa principles. And that's what our driving train is. And when you were talking, I thought about our mission statement. We educate. This book is very educational we empower and we edify black excellence it just happens that this time we said well we're the black excellence that we're going to demonstrate that we're going to uplift
1: that was so funny that you said that cuz i'm part of a group and one of the people in the group said they were they were saying tell the people merry christmas like, i hope you have a merry christmas and for the super black people happy
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> yes oh, it's funny that people
1: people think that that is hilarious
0: yes what are you hoping that people get from this book like what's the purpose that you think what's the purpose of this book for you for me i hope that people are able to
1: learn the principles in a in a simple and easy way so that they can live them. I think this book shows the principles in action in a way that is not complicated because sometimes people ask that question, well, you know, what are some things we can do to live these principles? And I think showing it in the book in a very entertaining and fun way that people can get it so if the children can get it then the adults can get it for me that's what it's about learning the principles and being able to put them in action easily so that you can live them every day
0: yeah and you see the picture behind us and you see the for those on video you see the cover but let's talk tell I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about the book it's about a young girl who's name is Umoja, she goes on a journey to visit her grandmother, and on the journey, she encounters many of the principles. Some, some of those principles are places, and some of those principles and others are people. So that's why Latricia was saying that it's put in action. Umoja is the one that unites them all And she just has many problems that are solved with the principles in this book.
1: Yes. I would hold up a picture of the book, but my book is on my Kwanzaa table because I do like to have my table decorated for Kwanzaa. But
0: I have this one. Oh, nice.
1: Yes, although the book is for children, I think adults learn from it. I know people who purchase the book, although many of them purchased the book for their children or grandchildren or a child in their life, some of them purchased the book just to have for themselves. And I know I have gotten some positive feedback about how easy it is to understand. I know a lot of people who don't celebrate Kwanzaa have a hard time pronouncing some of the names like kuji Chagalia. But other than that, I think, it's a good way to see these principles and feel good about being able to live them. It's like, oh, is that it? Unity. Oh, just, yeah, it's just about coming together. Self-determination. Yeah, it's, it's just about believing in yourself, knowing for yourself and defining for yourself and creating for yourself. Purpose. Yeah, faith. Most people live these principles anyway. They just don't think about it or don't put a name to them. But I think if we sit and think about it, it's like, you know what? I actually live these principles, yeah. which is a great segue yeah. into. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, nope, you go ahead. I was going to say that's a great segue into how did you live out these principles aside from the book? Are there any that stand out for you? Did you live them intentionally? Or, like I was saying, just that's just how life is.
0: I think that's just how I roll for the most part with the principles in so many ways. But what comes to mind specifically about 2022, the principles, how they showed up in my life was I was very active in my with my family. Um, So that could be Umoja. I drove from North Carolina to Texas this summer. And on that drive, I stopped in Georgia. I stopped in Mississippi, I stopped in Louisiana. I went to three different places in Texas. I went to my goddaughter's graduation. I went to my cousin's, cousin's events. I spent Thanksgiving with my family. I spent Christmas with my family. And I say that because for majority of my adult life, 20, 20, 21 years, I lived over 700 miles from my family. Mm-hmm. So I recently moved and I think about self-determination um, to make those trips took self-determination to drive over 3000 miles um, on one particular trip to even feel like it's Christmas. I'm not feeling very Christmas like I really just want to sit in my bed and put the covers over my head. but. I'm gonna get up, and I'm gonna go unite with my family. So the principles that I think that stood out the most for me and my personal life was unity and self determination. We skipped the principle too. I just thought about we did. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I just (laughs)
1: thought about that when I started looking at that book, and I was like, we didn't talk about Kaumba.
0: Yes. So for me, with the Kaumba part of the book, oh, it goes back to self-determination, too. I remember when we first um, did the drafts of the pictures, and this was something you were really good at. We did the drafts of the pictures, and they were like, oh, yeah, it'll be X amount of dollars per page. Or you could do doubles. So we were like, we'll do doubles. So even to come up with that, to condense the pictures was creative for you and also we both worked together sketching the pictures of what we think it should look like or when we ran into a problem i think we use creativity to fix when we ran into a problem so we were like yay the book is finished now we only have to do the book cover this is going to be easy peasy and then there was issues with the book cover so we came up with a solution for that and said oh let's hire somebody else to edit a page out of the book for the book cover. So we were very creative in in marketing on TikTok and creating the pictures and this is not a bias the book is very creative which is why we are now award-winning authors because of our creativity. I think
1: The book in itself is an example of creativity because it's something that we is something that's good that we will be able to leave behind to make this a better place. So I think that aspect of creativity is important as well. So, yes, I I think you, you were saying creativity. I was thinking we use a bit of ingenuity, which is which takes creativity. Because we had a lot of things. (laughs) We went through a lot. It's funny now, but it wasn't funny then.
0: So in your personal life, did you want to talk about your personal life? How the principles showed up or what principles you demonstrated the most?
1: I would say unity was demonstrated the most. I think um, I'm so grateful that my children are back in North Carolina. They they live less than two hours away so we've had lots of family gatherings lots of time together in fact a couple of weeks ago my husband and I we were looking at something I think it was a magazine or something and it talked about this chicken place it's called the chicken hut and I was like oh we have to we have to go and have chicken at the chicken hut so a a couple of weeks ago we went down there and we bought we went to the chicken hut and got the chicken and and had um, lunch with the family down there. And we've we've just had lots of family gatherings this year, so that's been really good. And I would say intentionally, I've been more intentional with Ujama shopping, Black, and not. I know we've talked about this before. Just because you're Black doesn't mean you're going to get my business. But if you're what I'm looking for, then you can get my business. So I've been more intentional with that. And I think faith has shown up a lot for me because it's been a very challenging year, not only for myself, but for the people who I love and care about. And so faith has really shown itself this year. So I guess that goes to Ujima as well, because, you know, the saying, it takes a village. So to be able to be there and help when I can, I think that's really important. So it's just, it's been a great, it's been a great year living the principles. And I'm going to live them even more intentionally in the upcoming year. I'm going to be sure to have my Kwanzaa journal so that I can record things so at the end of next year when we come together i'll have some things journaled down to say hey here's how i
0: intentionally live these principles i love it and i i concur and uh can relate to faith my one word for this year was provision and to me provision is syn- synonymous with faith and i just had to say everything is going to work out and even if it's not working out now, it will eventually. Yes. And that's a great note
1: to close on. Like in although this is day four, but day seven, Kwanzaa closes out on faith. So I think faith is a great place to close. I just want to say thank you to everyone who has been rocking with us thus far. It's been it's been quite a journey. And although we took some time off to do the book, we're back. We'll be back next year with some more episodes. And thank you so much for supporting us. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Thank you for purchasing the book, sharing the book, all that you do. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Yes, Latricia, you're absolutely right. Faith is a good way to sum it up. But I also want to go back and summarize all the principles in action as they were demonstrated in this book. For example, Umodra is unity. We united together to create this. And we also work with other Black people to complete this. And we have so much support. Chagalia, self-determination. We did not give up. Despite life, despite hiccups with different artists, we kept moving forward. Ujima, we collectively worked with other Black entrepreneurs. We collectively worked together, showing our different strengths and weaknesses and emphasizing those when there was a task. Ujama, cooperative economics we spent money with other black entrepreneurs so they could support us. And our tribe supported us financially buying the book, advertising the book. And we came together to pay for the book production after Ujama is Nia. So Nia, we had a purpose and our purpose aligns with our mission statement to educate, Empower and edify Black excellence. And that's what this book does because it teaches the principles in practical ways. After Nia, there was Kuumba. We were very creative when it came to solving problems, when it came to creating pictures, and even the storyline. Last but not least, you're right, we kept the faith. That everything would work out if we just kept collectively working together and encouraging others. And that sums up the book and the book production in action. Do you have a principle in action for us? Since we demonstrated a lot of the actions, let's encourage others to also do a principle and action challenge. Principle challenge. Live them out.
1: Our principal challenge for today is to buy our book, The Journey to Nguzo Saba. You can find it on Amazon.com.
0: Now, open your mind, heart, and ears as we spread the good news. Not rumors, not rubbish. Living the principles, we spread the good. Since today is the fourth day, Ujamaa, all the good news will be based on cooperative economics. Brandon Williams, a high school dropout turned entrepreneur from Miami Gardens, Florida, has teamed with his 18-year-old son to launch CEO Financial Literacy Academy, one of the only such nonprofit schools in the country that is Black-owned. Brandon dropped out of high school in 2003, but later went back to earn his GED and is now a successful entrepreneur and author. For more information about the book and the Financial Literacy Academy, visit BreakingTheFinancialCurse.com. Okay, next thing is not from a college graduate, to my knowledge, but a rapper, Rapper Meek Mill. Has paid bail for twenty women so that they could spend the holidays at home, according to the Reform Alliance. An organized organization heat lunch in two thousand nineteen, alongside Jay Z, the women were incarcerated at Riverside Correctional Facility in Philadelphia and were unable to afford bail. So Meek Mill humbly bailed them out. Our third and final good news. Is about Omar Bailey. Think about sneaker game. So, Omar Bailey has over two decades of experience in global product development and manufacturing, working as a design engineer. He had the opportunity to work alongside many athletes and celebrities, such as Jay Z, Terry Crews, and Quest Love. He also worked with brands like Supreme, New Balance, K Swiss, and more. Eight months ago, Bailey and co founder Abhashik. Some, who is a former Wall Street and private equity executive, found Factory Lab, spelled F C T R Y Lab, to provide equity in the sneaker industry. Their goal was to raise two to three million dollars, but they rose six million. According to the founders, Factory Lab's overall goal is to disrupt the long held status quo of an industry where big sneaker brands often make the overwhelming majority of profits on the creative power of minority designers, athletes, and influencers. Congratulations, and thanks, Factory Lab. That's the good news for today. Letricia is not the care move, but we're about to have a snack. What soul snack do you have for us
1: today? Our soul snack for today comes from a Cameroon proverb, and it says, the strength of the crocodile is in the water. That's our show for today. Until next time, expand your minds and impact your communities.
0: Thanks for listening to Living the Principles Podcast. Be sure to visit us at livingtheprinciples365.com to access the show and join in on the conversations.